Hello, this is Chris, and you're listening to the Global City Missions Podcast. Today, I am joined once again by Joey Dermeyer, and we are going to kind of continue a little bit the conversation I started last week about training in ministry. So welcome, Joey. Glad to have you back with me. Yeah, man. It's good to be back here. Good to be joining the podcast again today. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks. I, I did it the kind of the, the throwback episode last week, and you were with Grant uh, the week before that. Yep. And uh, so we kind of like have gotten into this, this topic on, on training and missions. And, yeah. you know, as, as I was talking with Jared this week and just kind of thinking about where we were at, I, I just wanted to kind of continue that conversation and, sure, absolutely. you know, um, I mean, you and I, like we've said this before on the podcast, but we're, we're kind of coming to missions on a little bit of a different track, but both of us Right. Our Bible college graduates. I went to Florida Christian College, which is now Johnson University, Florida, and uh, you went to school up there in Atlanta. Yeah, I went to Atlanta Christian College, which is now Point University. All, all these schools change the names. It I know. Makes it confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I always got to caveat things when I when I'm talking to people about when and where I went to school. But well, uh, you know, the funny thing to me is I never know how. Like when people ask me, I never know. Am I supposed to call it? point or am i supposed to say acc because that's where you know i don't know yeah well what i don't think we want to get in trouble on the podcast but i think the uh the admissions and alumni department would say you should say point oh and, yeah uh, you sure, know right and i i definitely think that's what johnson would say as far as i graduated officially from johnson. officially i graduated I mean, from point officially somewhere on my transcript it says i graduated from johnson but the paper that hangs on my wall says florida christian college so, right so we'll go with that but yeah so we we you and i did the quote-unquote normal track which i think for for you and i that was the normal for lack of a better phrase that's just the normal track that i think most most guys in our generation that's what we did yeah yeah right. i think definitely the time period we were in the kind of you know denominational church yeah. you know network that we were in that was what people did that's what people expected mm -hmm. um you you went off to bible college you know, whether, whether you were looking to be a missionary, a preacher, a youth right. minister, like you went off to Bible college, right. you did, you did your four years and then you went and worked in a local church, you know, yep. um, probably as a youth minister, whether you wanted to be one or not, because, you know, right. that's, well, exactly, that, exactly. How it that, <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't know about you, but when, when every time, um, every time I was in youth ministry, when I was doing youth ministry, everybody would ask when I was going to grow up and do the, you know, sit in the big chair. Yeah. And I was like. What? Yeah, I, I had long hair in that era. So I don't I don't know that it was just grow up and sit in a big chair. I think it was just grow up in general and, you know, <laughs> but acting like a kid. But uh, I haven't I haven't yet. So, yeah, well, I lost all the hair. So, you know, at least that part of me grew up. But yeah, no, I, I mean, you know, that whole that whole track, I think I think that was good. I think that was good for us. Um, I know mm -hmm. you and I both have had this conversation over the years that Bible college was, was amazing from the standpoint of that biblical foundation and grounding and some of the mm -hmm. kind of defining things, um, in a way that when we, we got out in ministry, we weren't overwhelmed by, you know, just kind of people's opinions and people's perspective, but Bible college was probably less, um, beneficial and helpful. Like that track of going from Bible college straight to ministry as far as some of the skills that we needed to know in order to yeah. actually do ministry on the ground. 
Yeah, I mean, absolutely. There's, I think, first off, when you when you talk about general education, especially in the way we do it now, and I think this is true for Bible college or any kind of university, is is you, there's a lot of classroom work, right? You sit in this classroom, right. you sort of sit in this sterile environment. You're given a lot of hypotheticals. This is how this works, and then you sort of hit the real world, and you kind of go, okay, well, now. Um, I wasn't trained for this. I wasn't prepared for this or that or this new thing that that came out. And so I I think it's true for a lot of people and and especially true for ministry. And it's especially true for, I think, for mission work. And I think that's one of the things that um, when on my, on my edition episode with Grant, he was really touching on and what really gave birth to GFM global frontier missions. If you didn't hear that one was, the realization that these guys, these, these men, these women, they come out of, with this great education. They have a lot of head knowledge, right. but some of the practical and even just wisdom to be able to use some of that knowledge is still not quite there. Um, and in, for them at GFM, that was really a big thing that they just kept seeing these people who just really were underprepared um, yeah. f- for, for just real life. And so, you know, they wanted to create a program where they could run people and sort of give them not, yes, they do give them classroom experience, but they're also trying to give them real world experience, life on life, real experience, so that they can sort of make that connection between here are the things we're talking about. And then this is the, you know, this is life. Um, Yeah. And I think for us in a traditional sense, I don't, you know, we, probably both had internships but even those internships to me were not or were still sterile in 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 some ways because we didn't i, I know for me i just worked with other guys and usually i was their errand boy that's what i did <laughs> for internships well and in so many of the the insanity that is my life i i went a very crazy route and so my internship was actually in media in the library at the college rather than way in ministry way to go and so it prepared me to be a librarian which i've done exactly <laughs> zero days of work in my professional life so you know i and i don't fault the college for that i i really was like i changed majors like three times and it it kind of was like well how can i graduate and not just feel stuck forever in my life. Right. How do I finish this off? Yeah. I mean, we, I I think you're right. Like, I think it's not just ministry and the way we came up, but like missions as well. And, and um, I mean, you said something there about general education in general. And I I do wonder if maybe like other career paths are feeling the same kind of, Mm -hmm. the same kind of stress. Um, I I mostly don't care because like, that's not my life, but yeah, sure. But, but I'm sure that like, that's, just part of the reality of that traditional education model. And, and, um, you know, we'll, we'll just say it right here. Like, we're not saying that Bible college was a bad idea. Like we're, no, we, no, we, we grew a ton in our personal lives. Um, and in our, you know, walk with Jesus and in our ability to, to kind of jump out in the world and have an impact, but, yeah. but right. We, we've seen the same thing at GCMI. Like I think, up until probably the last year or two, the majority of our team have been that traditional Bible college route. Mm-hmm. They've, you know, now they were on a missions track, not a, you know, traditional, you know, uh, vocational church ministry, right, located ministry kind of track. track. But, but it was the same kind of thing. They had all the right knowledge. They had all the right ideas, but 
but then they would get to a city like New York and their ability to jump out into the city. And so one of our other partnerships um, uh, is in New York and it's a program called equip and uh, yeah. And so, so a a lot of our team, like historically the kind of the first wave of GCMI, they, they all went through that uh, equip program as their first year of being on the ground in New York. And, Mm -hmm. and very similar to GFM, it, it was a little bit of classroom type work, you know, maybe not quite as formal as, as what GFM is doing, but, but that same kind of, you know, learn about the city, learn about people groups, learn about cross-cultural, mm-hmm. but then go out into the city and, you know, e- easy things, quote unquote, like, you know, catching the subway and, you know, figuring out how to have an apartment and how to be an adult in the city, but then, you know, how to, how to wander through a neighborhood and, kind of dig in and discover it, you know, from an ethnographic standpoint yeah. of, of who's here and who is near Jesus already and who's far from Jesus and how do we, how do we figure that out and how do we reach across those cultural lines? Yeah. Um, which, which is great. I think, yeah, what's great about these partnerships is that because one of the things um, Grant and I touched on in our interview. And one of the things that's interesting to me that we're, that in mobilization, I seem to keep running into, which is a lot of these people who are either, you know, in their thirties and forties or even older yeah. empty nesters who are, who are, they've spent their life in a completely different career path and going, man, I, I just, I want to do something great for Jesus. Um, yeah. and, um, but I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not equipped to do so. And that's, what's great about these partnerships in that, and the education part of it is they can sit there and go, well, you know, I've spent 20 years in the business world and and I don't know what to do. Right. And how do I do this? So so these are great partnerships that we can plug people into and say, well, let me, you know, we can handle that part of it. We can help you with that part of it. That doesn't have to be a, um, stumbling block if you will or 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 a banner that we can help you get those kinds of things and you don't even i mean and so you know if you you could do online classes i mean again to me what i would say to anyone and we were just talking about this before we came on is what i think is great about bible colleges is the bible study part of it i had great biblical education right but that was the first two years Right. right i mean that was my first two years in school the last two years were all ministry oriented yeah, practical things. ministry right so i mean like go 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 spend two years doing online study for bible college if you really want and learn the bible part of it but as far as learning the day-to-day how to engage people of other cultures to do to embody the great commission you know these partnerships are great they're five-month tracks i, I don't remember what um uh, the IP, in New York the, is. yeah, equip with uh, international project is a 10 month program, right? So, but basically you know, again, a year. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and you, you can come to a city with us, you know, wherever they are, you know, you can maybe do some online stuff if you wanted, or we could, you know, you come to Atlanta with me, you can spend five months, you know, working with GFM and then, you know, spending time with me in the harvest in, in Atlanta or, right. or, you know, or after that five months, we can, you know, you, you can kind of maybe move into, um, you know, Phoenix or, or even up to Philadelphia. I, right. I would say what would be wise, and this is just me 
putting you with somebody else too. There, there, that's another part of the education is working with someone maybe who's more seasoned. Right. But that's, what's great about these partnerships is they allow us and they allow, uh, you know, us to, to help. And, and even the other things that we offer, like the, I, 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 one of the conversations I had with a guy was about our cohort. He was interested in GCMI and he's like, I'm an older guy. I don't know. You know, I've been doing this for, for 20 years, 30 years, you know, he was an educator. And I was like, why don't you go through a cohort? You could walk through this and basically get a great sort of get a good introduction, introduction. Exactly. And yeah. And then and, and to be to clear, put, right, the cohort's not just an introduction. Like it's a right. It's it's, it's a it's, pretty holistic. It's, it's holistic training program, sure. but, but but it's uh, a great but yeah. place to introduce someone to embodying the Great Commission. Yeah, right? maybe not step one: sell your house and move to Atlanta. Maybe, right. Maybe go through the cohort. For- <laughs> cohort, and you can. I think you would come out of the cohort, beginning to practice and be like, okay, right. I I can see what this is like. Yeah. And then you, you know, okay, well, we can help you, you know, yeah, learn the, other things. Th- this guy's actually a great example. I don't know if you had this experience when you were in, in Bible college, but, but, you know, Florida Christian college at the time was a pretty small school, like two, yeah. 250 students. And even in that little small school, there was at least a half dozen, maybe a dozen over 40 students who were there either to get a second degree or, you know, in some cases, a first degree. And, right. and I get that. Yep. Like if you, if you never got a college degree and you're in your forties, like maybe that's what you want to do, but, but they weren't there to get a degree. They were there to, I want to be a missionary or I want to be a preacher. And when they told their church, you know, Hey, I feel like God's calling me to ministry. The church said, Oh, you should go to Bible college. Yeah. And they literally put their lives on pause for four years yeah. to go to Bible college and hang out with a bunch of 20 somethings, you know, and, you know, and I think, you know, especially if you've already got a degree and already have a career, like what a, what a silly detour, you know, yeah. on your way to missions, on your way to right. ministry. Um, and yeah, I mean, I agree. I, you know, exactly. It's like, and this is, this is one of the things I was having lunch the other day with a pastor friend of mine. And I just said to him, I said, look, cause he was asking me about Bible colleges and what the, what does it look like? And I said, you know, I really think one of the things that we, as the church guys like you and I, who have the Bible college degree, one of the things that we can do is we can start helping teaching some of these guys. Like they, they don't, you don't, you don't have to go to college necessarily. If you, and if you don't want to, I mean, like, right. Well, as a pastor, I can teach you how to, you know, the interpret the Bible. I can teach you the biblical studies portion of it. You know, all of us can, can help with that part of it. It's like, and teach and train. And to me, this is just straight up discipleship, but I was like, right. you know, there's, there's a place for us to be able to teach that kind of stuff. And this guy can learn with us, you know, yeah. instead of detouring or, or having to put pause. Yeah. Um, and the other part of that to me is that the real life, real world experience of being on the ground is so vital and important. And again, it's like you're, you're sort of being whisked away to this sort of pristine ivory tower place where you get some training and then you're back in the real world. And it's like, I, I, you need on the job training more than you need to be whisked back into the thing. Cause that real world experience is so valuable. Yeah. And I, 
as, as someone who like both of my grandparents got their degrees in their, you know, late fifties, like, you know, if, if that's part of what you're feeling is like, man, I just need to go get a degree. Like, like I totally understand and get that. But, but what we're saying is if what you're feeling and, and feeling the call to is ministry, like get plugged in with ministry and, and then let, let's figure out a path forward. And, you know, um, right. you know, certain denominations, certain, you know, um, certain church structures, like they still want that, you know, I don't know if it's as common these days, but like, I remember when I was looking for jobs, certain churches would, would require a Bible college degree in one of these subjects for right. this role. Yeah. And then, and maybe even a Bible college degree from a Bible college within this, you know, denomination or this yeah. tradition. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, again, if, if that's where you're feeling called to, man, that, that might be part of the hoops you got to jump through. Yeah. Um, so the conversation Jared and I were having the other day, you know, to kind of continue along that route, you know, we, we were talking about like this kind of movement towards online education. And I know Point University, where you graduated, Johnson University, where I graduated, um, hundreds or thousands of other Good Bible colleges, Liberty, you know, you like all get, these schools yeah. have online programs these days. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, like what does and it I, look like to, to, to move to Atlanta and jump in yeah. with GFM and you and, and maybe, you know, maybe it takes you five years to get that degree or, you know, or maybe three years to complete the gr- degree you started a decade ago, you know, through an online program. What, what does that look like? Yeah, I mean, I think again, I think you can you you come to a city, a city you can you can say, look, this is what I want to do. Um, partnerships like GFM allow you to get the practical side of it, and then you can and then still take online courses. I mean, and take those those online courses because you can do those wherever, right? right. You, you know, and you can do those wherever you want to, and get from whatever degree you want to, and so. Um, you know, the, the miracle of, or the great beauty of the 21st century is that you can do those classes online. You can do them from wherever you can do them at your own pace. You can finish that degree. You can work alongside missionaries in the field, people who are doing real life, real world thing and automatically making this connection between, okay, here's this theory that I'm learning and here's where I'm putting it into practice this afternoon because yeah. I'm in this conversation. You can, we can do these great sort of hybrid models of, yeah. of training and ministry at the same time. Yeah. Hi- hybrid's kind of a dirty r- word around our house coming out of COVID and hybrid education. Like my, oh, yeah, right. my, my wife's a school teacher, your wife's a, school, a school teacher. teacher like yeah. we, we've been living the bad side of hybrid, but I think, you know, um, college education you know, and especially in ministry where getting out in the field on the ground doing work, like, I think that's a great word. Um, it's just been such a dirty word for a couple of years. Yeah. That yeah right. I, I didn't think about that coming into this conversation. But but yeah, how do we how do we create kind of a hybrid environment that works for the student for the, the, you know, the particular missionary, the particular minister? Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think we just live in a in an interesting time. And I think, you know, we, we've talked about this before, but I think COVID accelerated a lot of that transition where yeah. 
people yeah. might have thought, ah, you're a little crazy. Like that's probably, I'm just going to go the quote traditional route and yeah. do it the right way, you know? And, and, um, and now I, I think we're in a, a beautiful freedom where like the right yeah. way is what are the results? Like, what are, what are you as a worker in the field? What does success look like for you? Yeah. And how can we help you get there? Right. Exactly. And, and that, again, that's the beauty of, uh, like you said, this season where we, the, the, the traditional route, if you will, is an option, but it's just that an option. You know, when we were coming up, it was the only option. Yeah. Especially, especially for us going into the, as a pastors and working in the church world, that was like, there is no other option, Yeah. but now there is now there's this beautiful freedom to, um, pursue and, and what, what option works, um, best for that particular person, you know, yeah. um, there's another facet to this that I think has to be one of the other reasons why I think a, a more hybrid model is, is important or at least should be considered as a viable option for someone. And that is the reality is, is there is a, there is a gap between what you're learning in school, right there. And the reality on the field in the sense that like, like I, I just, am firm believer right now that most people who are going through Bible college, especially if they're wanting to go into the, into, to ministry in a church, brother, your training right now, especially the last half that practical ministries training, it's basically becoming almost useless, but because of the realities of right. life on the field, right? Life in real life. Like, you know, we were basically given business management degrees and told, go do these, yeah. excuse me, go get, manage these programs. Well, what do you do when the programs aren't working as well, when the culture's changing? Right. right. And so church is having to adapt and, and there's almost like you were coming out and there's a gap of like, well, I was trained how to be a pastor like this, but now you're being forced into a world where that is not necessarily reality and it's changing a lot quicker now. And so, especially for a person in the mission field, having that ex real world experience in real time yeah. is valuable because you're, you're learning to adapt quicker, I think, than if you were just to go on a traditional route, sort of get this education and then not. Um, does that make sense? I, yeah, it, no, it doesn't it, my I, head. I, no, it, it absolutely makes sense. And I think I think the advantage that we were just talking about of COVID having accelerated this shift yeah. to to these hybrid models of education being normal and acceptable. I think that same acceleration has made what you're talking about even more extreme right. where what is what is happening in churches you know and i know you're doing a lot of this in your role as a mobilizer i'm doing a lot of this in my role but like we talk to a lot of churches and what's mm -hmm. happening on the ground in churches in cities and what is happening on paper in kind of this like idyllic you know this is how church is done model um, yeah. are not the same thing anymore. Not and, anymore. And, you know, and, and that's not, that's not to discount truth, right? Like the, right. the right, core right, right. truths that we believe, the core things that like, this is why we're in ministry. This is why we do what we do. This is why we preach the way we preach and, and love the way we love, right? Like all those things are still true, 
but but how that's playing out on the ground yeah. has shifted so far and so fast. And um, yeah, I think you're right. I, I remember thinking in Bible college, like I had a part-time ministry, gosh, probably my junior year, um, had a part-time ministry for a couple of years um, and, you know, would drive out on the weekends. And, and I remember thinking in Bible college, like this should be mandatory for, for every student, all sorts of stuff that I learned from that season of ministry. Yeah. That like, man, if you could require this of every student, like how much more effective would that be? I think especially if you're someone who is often another career path and, and, and you're feeling this call, you're sitting in church and you're, you're, you know, if you're, or if you're a pastor and you've got this person coming to you who's saying, man, I, I just hear all this stuff around. I really want to do something more, but you know, I don't know what to do. Um, I think, you know, because of the, the, the different, options that are available, I think especially works great for those people who are older, or maybe already sort of established, maybe they've got a degree and something else, or they're, they're going in another way. You know, the those are those are people who are to me exciting, because they've got hopefully they've got some life experience that that's maybe someone doesn't have. And, and, and we can sort of, you know, they can come in and we can help give them the, the tools that they need to get equipped. We can connect them with the right partners that can maybe help them do that sort of stuff. And then if they, you know, and then they can do the online Bible college um, thing, if they really feel the need to, or they can just, you know, work with a seasoned pastor who's willing to kind of disciple them and teach them how to study the word and teach them some of those theological truths that they, they maybe haven't gotten. Um, and they can go, you know, they can begin to really, um, they can, they can, they can serve in ministry with, you know, in a, in a non-traditional round. Well, and, and let's, uh, let's like kind of take it down a step and back a step too. Like for some people, they're feeling that nudge to ministry. And if they're, if they're looking at the big picture, they're not actually, man, I should go on the mm-hmm. mission field or I should become a pastor. They literally just need to, to kind of cross the road right. and talk to their neighbor or, you know, reach out. And, and that, again, I think that's where this, this training side of what GCMI does, you know, and, you know, and I'll add here too, like, I mean, obviously we're talking about global city mission and the trainings that we offer and kind of like, if you were going to jump in with us, what would this maybe look like? But there, there's lots of organizations that provide training. And that probably really yeah. is the punchline of all this is if you're feeling called to ministry and you don't know what to do, go get training from someone some way. And maybe that's just, you know, spending some time with your pastor and going, Hey, how can I do this better? Maybe that's jumping into one of our online trainings, taking a Maybe perspectives that's, course, you know, or, joining a class, yeah. or yeah, perspectives course. Like, like there's a lot of ways to to kind of you know fill that gap. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe it is just you know how do I how do I cross the road and and uh, do a better job of having spiritual conversations with my friends and neighbors and you know and that's where I'd say like the the church training that we offer. Um, you know, and I mean, it's church training, like it's in the title, we, we do yeah. it for churches, but really it's not church training. It's right. church it's, member training. It's just churches yeah. are who brings us in, yeah, right? right? Like it's, it's about equipping the, <laughs> you know, the, the saints in the, in the pew 
to 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 better right. um, feel comfortable and equipped to um, engage just well i always love to say to embody the great commission because that's really what we want them to do we want them to to begin to sort of realize that this call to make disciples is not a strange extra thing that we have to do but it's just a part of the natural rhythm of our life yeah yeah and so that those trainings are there um that till really to just do that to help people in many ways i think realize little things that they already do can be used uh for the kingdom right we get in conversations with people all the time you know we we talk to people or maybe we're not talking to enough people we need to start talking to more people but um you know (laughs) the trainings are there to make it accessible um and our especially our our healthy evangelism training one of the things i love about it too is we we want to learn we want people to to learn to be open and up up front about their faith but not be a jerk about it right not be that sort of yeah you know um person who's not willing to listen and engage because again it's conversation and and so um right yeah helping people learn to embody the great commission that's what's great about those trainings And, and we come in and we help um individuals in the church you know in this training in these right. seminars where people can come and and so, you know, if there's a pastor who's like, uh, you know, we really just, I got people who really just want to learn to, to um, share their faith more openly and, uh, but also respectfully. And uh, I, be- I believe what we can bring to the table is really important, really powerful because it helps that it really addresses that specific yeah. thing. And the other thing is, is that one of the things I love that Jared always says when we talk to people is. Um, we're trying to, we really want to help get the 98% of the people off the pew. Like the core of GCMI, right? Like that mission catalyst who's living, you know, incarnationally in the city, reaching, you know, across ethnic lines, reaching across cultural lines and sharing Jesus with people. You know, if, if we could do just that, maybe we would, but if we work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and we were everywhere all the time, like yeah. cities are big right. places. <laughs> There's a lot Ooh. of people groups. There's a lot of people who don't know Jesus. And so all of this other stuff is really just a, is a multiplicative yeah. effort out of that of like, well, if we can't do it all, then we need more missionaries. Well, if more missionaries still can't do it all, we need more people who are engaging and, and yeah, yeah you know, you look around the city and like, there's a lot of churches and, and they love Jesus and they want people to know Jesus. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I mean, again, we're talking to pastors, like they just don't mm-hmm. feel equipped to, to make that leap from like, I know how to, I know how to run my church. I know how to, you know, disciple my people, but I don't know how to get everybody yeah. out the door. Well, and-, and so, so that, that's it. Right, that's, exactly. We want to be that resource. This podcast, we want it to be a resource. The trainings that we offer, we want them to be a resource. And, and yes, to, to help you, but, but ultimately really just to multiply the, right. the impact and, to multiply and the kingdom. You know, one of the things too about our, the trainings, and, and even I think what we've tried to touch on is we want to make it practical, tangible, right? If it's not, we want to make yeah. it so that people will actually participate in practice. 
And so I think for a lot of pastors, I know this is me. I struggled a lot for making for the practical part of it because of my, my mindset, right? I'm a theological kind of thinking person. So I think big picture, I think these big giant sort of ideas. Um, and it's oftentimes it's making that practical, like I can actually give someone a tools that they will actually be able to use. That's where a lot of us in the church, I think we may feel almost in a way unequipped to do that. And so, so let us help you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned this last week, so I'll just mention it again this week. If it's a repeat, you know, my apologies, but like, but, but that practical really is Mm -hmm. the heart. Like in this podcast, like the question that Joey and I are often asking ourselves that, you know, as, as we brainstorm new episodes, like, What's the practical thing that you in missions, in ministry, wherever it is you're sitting, what's the practical thing you could take away from this episode? And, and um, you know, we've, today we've talked a lot in theory. We've talked a little bit of like, here's things GCMI offers. But I think the, the real practical takeaway is like if, if you're in ministry or you're feeling called to ministry and you feel stuck or you don't see the path forward, like yeah. it's asked for help, whether that's asked GCMI and talk to us and like maybe it's something we're offering or maybe it's something somebody we can refer you to, you know, it's mm-hmm. ask a pastor, like, you know, whether at your church or, you know, maybe that church down the road that feels like they've got it figured out in a mm-hmm. way that you don't. Like, um, like I, I think, you know, by and large, the the body of Christ yeah. is the body of Christ. And we don't always work the way we should, but the body of Christ is the body of Christ. And we you know, we all want to see the body grow. We all want to see yeah. the kingdom grow. And so there, there's there's tons of resources out there. There's tons of opportunities to to learn and grow and become more effective in your ministry. But, you know, pick up the phone, send an email, like, yeah, reach out to somebody I, I often and, and the connect. The people that I've been talking to when it comes to mobilization stuff, and I, I, we'll, we'll try to wrap it up here, is, man, I, I want to help you serve Jesus whether that's with GCMI yes. or not, right? So yes. if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, well, I don't even know where to begin or who to refer to, go ahead and refer them to us. Like go on that, feel free to email me anytime. And, 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 or one of us, we will gladly help you. Like, yeah. If, yeah. Gl- Joey Dermeyer at globalcitymission.org or just info at globalcitymission.org and we'll yeah, pass it I mean, along to whoever the the right person you is know, to connect you to it, it please do that because we want to help the body of christ we want to help you so um do not sit there wondering what to do please reach out so we can help even if it's not with us we'll we'll, we'll find somewhere we'll help you in some way we can yeah well, we, we do need to wrap it up for today. And, uh, we, we got kind you just of got uh, long-winded and you, you know, you, you just, I uh, listen, if you're listening to this podcast, listen. you just need to know, this is what happens when Chris and I do <laughs> not have an outline and we just start talking. No. So yeah, we, we started talking about training and we kind of, you know, you know, veered a little bit into, you know, just, just kind of the overall philosophy of kingdom and, and, um, but, but that really is it. Like that's the heart of global city. That's the heart of, you know, a lot of guys in ministry, like we, we, we are about our mission. We are about the things that, that we're about. Like, I mean, I think the blessing and the curse of global city is we're, we're pretty narrow and this is what we do, but the blessing of that is that this is what we do and we're pretty good at it. And so, 
but, but we don't want to be good at it for our sake. We don't want to be good at it to be able to say, oh, look at, look at us. Like we want to be good at it so that way the kingdom can grow and the kingdom can expand. And so, so we want to thank you for joining us today. Um, if, if you need more information about uh, training at Global City Mission, go to globalcitymission.org slash training. Uh, there's a quick little overview of the things we offer um, and kind of how you can connect with those different things. Again, if, if you want more information about, you know, e either just getting help or, you know, what are your next steps, you know, as far as joining the team, you know, feel free to reach out to Joey um, and continue to listen to the podcast. You know, again, like I mentioned last week, we started this thing in part to be a training resource for our team and for the people we know in ministry. And so we continue to refer people back to early episodes that, you know, like, oh gosh, what you're talking about, you know, you really need to look at this topic, you know, go back and listen to episode seven or, you know, whatever it is, like, like this should be a training resource for you. It should be a training resource for, for people in your congregation, people on your ministry team. Um, feel free to use it. That's why, that's why we've done this. And so again, thanks for joining us. We look forward to having you uh, with us again next week. We'll talk to you soon.